the college basketball experience weekend preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and now New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet ten dollars, and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure. You download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that for free today in the App Store or Google Play Store and let it ride. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the College Basketball Experience Weekend Preview Show. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, having a decent day on the locks, maybe <laughs> it's uh, where the games are still going on, but I think I'm one and one at the moment, and I see some potential out there for some locks that I have. Uh, I am joined by my co-host DFS God himself. Uh, come play college basketball DraftKings with us. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given. Former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's going on, man? How we doing? We're kicking ass at life here, man. I mean, look, <laughs> short of that, uh, look, I warned people. I, I was on the call today with the Penn State game. I warned people there. They were saying, "What do you think of this Towson UNC Wilmington game?" I go, "I locked it." But if there was one lock where I don't trust, it's that one because it smells to me. We talked about it last night. Towson comes into Wilmington, wins by what twenty four? Whoop that ass! Um, I know we got other games to key in on, but Buffalo continues to roll in the MAC. Penn State, uh, and then credit to you guys. You guys switched me uh, to my pick on that one. And uh, and Troy, good job listening. Troy took App State. App State missed some huge free throws down the stretch, and Troy got the win in Boone, big time win. Currently, I'm not going to talk too much on this, but currently uh, IUPUI first off winning with five minutes left against Robert Morris. Wow! Uh, Cincinnati, my lock of Cincinnati minus two. They're up 15 with nine minutes left. And how about UNC Greensboro up eight, six minutes left? Wow! Could could we have an upset brewing in Chattanooga? I'm not even that surprised. I told you we should have locked that. 
I told you we should have yeah. bet that. Yeah. We didn't. I said fringe lock. I hope you guys listened. Um, and a bunch of other games are, are, are tipping off. Also, Michigan and Iowa right now. Uh, Michigan clinging to a three point lead, 11 minutes left. Uh, but this is about the weekend. All right. We got a, a just a gigantic, fantastic weekend ahead of us. Uh, I was on the call for that Penn State game and that game was pretty boring against uh, Minnesota. So <laughs> I uh, I was rattling off games from this weekend, and I go, man, what a lineup we have this weekend. Um, no other sports going on, un- unless you count college baseball, which is just starting up. And we but, dropped uh, a brand new episode, College Baseball Experience. We put it out on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Go check that out. But yeah, continue on, my friend. No, I was saying college basketball has the sporting world to itself, pretty much, because I don't count regular season NBA or regular season NHL personally. So it's going to be a wonderful weekend. We got lots of games. We got, you know, conference, uh, you know, this is a stretch run, you know, to to, uh, win your conference. This is bubble teams battling for position. This is, you know, teams that are in the tournament fighting for seeding. Uh, you know, now we're in the second half of March uh, of uh, February, which means March is not too far away. Things are heating up. Well, that 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 that's what I think. I was I was talking about this on air, and I was saying that, uh, you know, the conference tournaments in some scenarios are it's like the NCAA tournament for the people that really pay attention to college basketball. You know, there's you no room for error in some of these smaller conferences. So you get that, you get stories like Georgetown last year that wasn't going to sniff the NCAA tournament before they went on a magical run. Right. And uh, you get the battle for seating right now and the bubble watch. It, it, I right, I'd say starting around right now, all the way until the end of March, it is peak college basketball season. It is peak college yeah, basketball season. Right. Cause every night there's games with major implications as far as being teams on the bubble or as far as conference, you know, regular season standings. So every night, man, it doesn't, it doesn't let up for like a month and a half. Now it is a wonderful time of the year. Let's jump into Friday, man. All right. Friday. First game. I want to get to Butler is at St. John's currently St. John's is uh, sitting there at uh, what is this? I think uh, eighth in the Big East. Butler's ninth, so jockeying for position. Butler's a half game back for Saint from St. John's. St. John's coming off a gigantic win at Xavier. Where I know NC Nick locked up uh, the Johnnies, uh, the Red Storm in uh, Cincinnati, and they got it done outright as an eight and a half point dog. They, uh, I, I saw uh, Rothstein, John Rothstein, talking about them, saying they don't have a resume for the tournament, but man, do right. they play like it sometimes? Right. Um, well, they they have two decent wins over the course of the whole season. And well, they, that was they one scheduled the, so bad at a conference, though. Right. Right. So that was one of the ones you just mentioned. They win uh, over Xavier, and then they have a win over Seton Hall. Other than that, they've beaten nobody. So they have a long road to go in order to become even on the bubble. Uh, but yeah, if you catch them on the right game, you are impressed uh, that Xavier game included. They got a lot of guys, they got a lot of talent, but uh, they're not out of it yet. So they just need to keep on stacking up wins and they, they have enough games left. And then obviously the biggest tournament, but if they get Butler here, they're ho- They have a home game against Creighton. They're at DePaul. Those are all winnable, right? Yeah. And then they're and, at, th- then they, then they're home to Xavier. And then they're at Marquette. I w- every game is winnable, and the those one, the Creighton Xavier Marquette game could perhaps get them back into the mix. And then obviously, if they win a game or two in the 
big East tournament or, or, or maybe, maybe make a deep run. Maybe they can play their way back into it. And Posh Alexander, their, their point guard is back healthy now. And they have another forward, a six, eight guy, Aaron Wheeler, who's really coming on. And so you got a front court with champagne and Wheeler. I mean, this team is very talented. Yeah. They, next time they got to schedule more aggressively though. That, that will cost you. Certainly with all that said, they're laying eight or eight and a half points at home against Butler. I'm seeing eight. I think it's too many. I do too. Cause Butler's okay, playing. I, I, but- I think it opened, it, it opened at eight uh, and a half. So it's already been, you know, bet down a little bit, but I like Butler to cover that. It, I think it's almost fringe lock worthy. I'm not going to do it right now, uh, but Butler's playing better ball of late. Uh, I think St. John's wins, but I think this is a close game here. St. John's wins by like three or four or something. I agree. And when I look at this, um, Butler's won two in a row. They're both, you know, four and six in their last 10, but Butler's a team that was injured too. Uh, maybe even more so than St. John's for a lot of the year. So yeah. I, I think you got to take the bulldogs there. Nice date. That's a 2 PM tip. So on the West 5 PM on the East, that You're is locking? it. I think I might because it's a Friday and I always struggle looking for locks. So <laughs> we will see as we, as we carry on here. Um, I got to touch on this one. The top two teams in the Ivy league play at 4 PM tomorrow in the West 7 PM on the East Penn. kind of surprising that they're in second place in the Ivy. They were not projected there. Now Yale was projected to be one of the tops. Penn is at Yale. The top two teams, Yale's in first place. Penn is in second. Uh, this is a money game. Yale is a eight and two at home. Um, and eight and two in their last 10. Meanwhile, Penn is also eight and two in their last 10, including winning five in a row. Uh, I'm seeing this line at Yale minus four and a half. The last time they played was on January 22nd. Penn won by eight. This I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the Quakers plus the points. Well, Yale's actually won six games in a row. So both teams are really hot. Yale's last loss was to the Quakers. Uh, I'm going to go with the home team though. I think Yale's going to win. And uh, you know, granted, I, I wish it was like minus two and a half or something, because I do expect this to be a close game here, but revenge is on the side of Yale and they're at home. So I'll go ahead and, and lay the four and a half. Mm, mm, mm. Northern Kentucky's battling for position in the horizon league and they are catch. They are getting two points at Detroit. Do I need to? Do I need to go with the Norse? Lock it up. They're the better team. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I disagree, man. I think I'm on De- on uh, Detroit. So Detroit has had five straight road games, and one of those road games was uh, a Detroit win at Northern Kentucky, 74 to 68 on February 5th. So this will be Detroit's first home game since January 27th, which is kind of crazy. They're five and zero at home, but I think going home, I think that's, you know, that's going to cure those last two road losses. I mean, we got five game road trip. No wonder you lose the last two. Um, yeah. Northern Kentucky has been playing pretty good ball lately, but my nine and one the in team. their last 10, nine and one, you're going to fade a team that's nine and one in their last 10. That, that one loss was at the hands of the uh, Detroit Mercy Titans. It's easy to see a tide turn. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So far, I think like that would be my favorite that Butler in Northern Kentucky stand out to me so far. Yeah. Uh, I got to touch on this because both teams still alive. Brown actually started to, to come back. They were in like eighth in the Ivy league a couple days ago. Now they're in fifth Princeton's in third, that game going on 4 PM on the West 7 PM on the East. 
this is uh, this is a decent game because I still think both these are teams are very much alive to win the conference. Uh, Brown is getting a point and a half, yet they're at home. Uh, Nick, what are we doing here? Brown is uh, just four and six in their last ten, but they've won two in a row. Meanwhile, uh, Princeton eight and two in their last ten. Do we? This is in Providence, Rhode Island. What are you doing here, Nick? Yeah, so this is the first time I saw the line because when I looked about 15 minutes ago, it, it had not been posted yet. I, I think I'm going to go Brown. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I think I'm going to go Princeton going into Brown and getting the W. I agree. And I think part of that is uh, I think Brown's had a, a, a slew of injuries. Um, so I do think that's part of their, their, their midseason slump. Um, but I think you got to take Princeton here. They're the preseason favorites, I believe, to win the Ivy. And I do like their big man, Ethan Wright, who averages uh, 15 and seven. There you go. Uh, so I agree there. Um, Ivy Ivy league, uh, Ivy league Friday here. Cornell is at Dartmouth. Cornell got their heart broken. They were right. They looked like they were Brown beat them by one on Saturday in a barn burner. It looked like they were about to be in first place in the Ivy league. Had they won that they drop back to fourth. They're at Dartmouth. Dartmouth is a uh, not great this year, but uh, this line, let me see if I can locate this thing. Cornell um, minus one or Cornell plus one. I'm all over Cornell here. Cornell plus one. I think, Cor- I think Cornell is just the better team. Yeah. Um, yeah. That they, smells they, they, a little bit though. A little bit. I mean, they've already beat Dartmouth by eight at Cornell, but uh, I'm on the big red here, man. I think, I just think they're the better team. I'm not too scared about Dartmouth and their home court environment. So yeah, I want to go with the road team. I mean, Dartmouth's two and four at home. They're they're two and eight in their last ten. They've lost three in a row. Why would you take Dartmouth? Line smells a little bit though. It smells does. a does. little bit there. Um, game of the day, I think. I think this is the best game of the day. And uh, and I thought you were going to be there. You're not. Turns out, but it is. Uh, this was a game that was sixty four sixty two just on January twenty ninth. VCU won the Capital City Classic. This is a great rivalry. This is uh I expect the the fans to be rowdy in this one. It's 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 at VCU, Richmond at VCU, A10. And by the way, me, Sean stacking the money green and Ryan Real Money Kramer will be calling this game on the Colorcast app. Go get that app. It is free to download. You can have and and we will be calling this one. This is a really cool new thing. You got to check out Colorcast. You got to check us, us out calling the game. A lot of fun. Now, uh you look at this game though, and you see VCU is a two and a half point favorite right now. Actually, I will lock this one up. I'm locking up VCU minus two and a half. Give me that. I'm right there with you. Double lock that. Double man. lock. There we go. Nobody knows nothing. Wait, 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 wait. There we go. <laughs> Getting it done here. I mean, come on, man. VCU home is a, is a, is really, really good over the past. Well, let me tell you, yeah. these teams seemed like to split every year and the last three matchups at VCU uh, last year, VCU won by 12. The year before that VCU won by 19 and the year before that VCU won by 21, all of the games at VCU. So apparently Richmond struggles when they have to go cross town to play the Rams. So I'm, I'm all about VCU here. Richmond won a close game on their home court. Now it's VCU's turn to win a close game or maybe a blowout like last three years. No, no, no. VCU beat Richmond. I thought Richmond won that game. Am I crazy? Did I read that wrong? No, I thought I bet it too. No, VCU won by two. 
Oh, okay. Well, uh, then they might just go ahead and sweep them. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> there we You're go. Right. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, revenge angle, then I guess, is on the side of the spiders. But just look at the uh, recent history that I just said there. VCU at home, very tough to beat. They have the spiders number at home. I'm all over VCU. Now the game I will be at is next Friday, St. Louis at Richmond. So if anybody's in the Richmond, Virginia area, hit me up. There uh, you be go. There with some buddies, drinking some beer, watching some basketball. There you go. So Nick saying to Richmond, better luck next year. <laughs> uh, next up. I did like it. I did like it thinking that Richmond won the first game. I, I liked it better like that, but I'll still go Rams. Well, this is probably the second best game on the slate and you can make a case. It's better than Richmond VCU because major, major conference implications. Ohio is at Kent state. This is a fantastic basketball game going on at the same time as the Richmond VCU game. Um, this is an awesome matchup. Ohio is 22 and four Kent state 16 and nine, but don't look now Kent state nine and one in their last 10, including seven in a row. And when you look at what in that stretch of seven, the, one of the most impressive things that I think you can really learn from college basketball is what they've done on the road. They went yeah, to Toledo one by 13. They went to Akron one by two. That was even a little bit misleading. They had it at like a six point game with like a minute left. They went uh, to Miami, Ohio one by 13. They went to uh, Bowling green one by eight. This team is red hot. They went to Eastern Michigan one by one by nine. Um, the golden flash is kind of flying under the radar here. They're they're laying one. I told you a couple of weeks ago, I think Ohio is the best team in the Mac. I'm taking, I'm taking Kent state minus one. You know, I know they're hot, but I think Ohio is the best team in the Mac and they've already played this game once all the way back on January 7th, Ohio won by seven at home. Uh, I, you know, I, I understand why somebody would take a, a slight home dog here, but uh, no, I'm going to ride Bobcats. I still have faith that they are the, just the bet, the best team in this conference. So they can go on the road and get a W. Give me Ohio. Those are the best two games of the day. Both I think those I agree right there. Best two not, games of the day. Not, not, not a Maryland, Nebraska. Uh, well, look, Maryland can still get into this man. If you would have told me, or if I would have told you, Nick, that Maryland would be 13th out of 14 in the big 10, six months ago. I think, yeah, I, th- well, I think you would have put heavy thought, money on that. Uh, I mean, we thought with Wahab and, and Russell coming over and some of the guys returning like Ayala and uh, Hakeem Hart. And who's the other big man they got well, there. Uh, uh, at one point we thought they were getting, uh, you're thinking of uh, is it Smith? Who am I thinking of? That's their, 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 who am I thinking of? That's their big Smith. You broke up on me there, buddy. Who am I thinking? It's their big. I'm drawing a blank on their big. Um, it is. Uh, is it Daryl Smith or something? Is it D- D- uh, Scott Dante Scott? There. It yeah. Is. There it is. There it is. You're close. Um. So yeah, I mean, we, we like the roster coming into into the uh, season. We thought that they they were definitely like a, a tournament team and and maybe a team that could potentially advance pretty far in the tournament. So it is surprising. Uh, but we've never liked Turgeon as a head coach. And uh, sure enough, it, I guess it just wasn't a good fit this year, and uh, everything has unraveled. But uh, I guess we're not talking about that, that game yet. No, so where fuck are it. We let's in? let's go. Let's go. Uh, sh- I'm, I'm going to Nebraska. You're going to Nebraska. I'm going to Nebraska. I, I think Maryland. You know that last game against Purdue, they, that was their last hurrah. I think, and I think a heartbreaking loss can really, you know, just 
you know, crush any last hopes they had. So it's at home. Maryland's not going to be amped up to play, to play Nebraska. They were amped up to play Purdue. I'm going to, I don't love this play whatsoever, but I'm going to go uh, Huskers. I'm on the Terps. I'm not taking, I'm not touching Nebraska. I, I, I will say this. I thought about locking up Maryland, but then I was like, yeah, they've, they've laid to they, their defense was shaky in some of those games, but the way they played Purdue, I, I can't take mm-hmm. Nebraska. You fucking kidding me. Um, well, let's get to this one. Missouri is at Mississippi state. Mississippi state was a bubble team in the first eight out before they lost at Bama and blew a, what an eight point lead with about seven minutes left. They've been, I think one of the most disappointing teams in college basketball this year, Mississippi state. Uh, we loved what they did in the transfer portal. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, they've been horrible on the road, but they are 12 and two at home, three and seven in their last 10. They've lost four in a row. Meanwhile, uh, Missouri, I feel like been a, a little bit bet more competitive lately. Well, I don't know. They got their ass whipped by Arkansas. Um, Mississippi state is currently laying 10 and a half. I think it's too many points. Give me the tigers of Missouri. What are you doing, Nick? I didn't know what to do here. I mean, granted, like you said, Mississippi state has lost four in a row, but those four games at Arkansas at LSU at Alabama and Tennessee at home, that's a tough stretch, man. So now that they're back at home after you know two straight road games, I think they definitely get this win, but I think it is. I think it's a little bit too many points. I'm going to take Missouri here. I don't feel good about it. I definitely can see a scenario where Mississippi state kind of cruises to a win here, but I just don't have the confidence or faith in them to lay that many points. So give me the Missouri Tigers. Um, I got to touch on these games because I'm going to lock this up. I'm going to take Sienna minus one at home against Marist, and that double lock it, man. Double lock it. There we go. I've been impressed with Sienna down the stretch here. I think they're playing much better basketball. So that is a Dundee double lock. There we go. And I'm also. I'm also going to piggyback that with St. Peter's is going to beat Fairfield. I'm going to lock that up too. I haven't seen a spread. What's the line there? Even it's at a pick. It opened up with Ooh. Fairfield minus one. It's at a pick right now. It's at, it's at St. Peter's. No, it's at Fairfield at Fairfield. Oh man. I mean, I, I do think uh, St. Peter's is just a better team here. I think he might be right. I think that's, that's the side Join to me. go on here. Join me. Lock right. it up. Let's do it, man. Boom. You know what? And now you've told you've convinced me to get rid of my Northern Kentucky lock. I'm going to lock up Butler. I think I'm going to lock up Butler, St. Peter's VCU and Siena. Yes. But Damn, I'm, what do you think about Monmouth minus eight against Ryder, the moving company, earn your quilts. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to roll with, with the I'm not touching that. I'm not man. touching it not either, touching especially it. after Monmouth was disqualified from their postseason. But uh Yeah, if anything, I'm gonna take Ryder with the points to uh, cover. Yeah. Okay, Cleveland State at Milwaukee. Got to touch base on this. It's they're in first place in the Horizon League. The Vikings are the Milwaukee has been the most disappointing team in the nation, probably. Um, or at least in from a mid major point of view, I I would definitely va- probably vote them number one or two. Um Cleveland State's laying six and a half. I'm on Cleveland state. What are you doing here? Man, I'm going to go Milwaukee actually. Yeah. They are on a, a little two game winning streak at both games at home, including a win over Wright state. Usually when Cleveland state wins, it's not by a lot unless they're playing IUPI granted the first matchup Cleveland state won this mat won this by 13. 
I think this one's a little bit closer. Cleveland State wins, Milwaukee covers. Uh, I can't take Milwaukee confidently. Uh, Wright State. This is actually a really good game. Probably, the, I'm gonna make a case. This is the third best game of the day. Wright State is at Oakland. Huge implications going on in the Horizon League. Wright State in fourth, Oakland in second, and there's a great chance they could end up in first. They still have games to play. Uh, this one. Sign me up for watching this one. Wright State though is currently getting four points at Oakland. What Oakland's undefeated at home, eight and zero. They've won two in a row. They bounce back. Both teams six and four in their last ten. Wright State six and six on the road. I'm gonna take Oakland. I don't like it. I'm not locking it because Oakland burned the shit out of me in the past week or two. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you though. I mean, I I just mentioned Wright State losing to Milwaukee. That 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 came out of nowhere. Uh, so I think Oakland's a better team, and they're at home. Spread's not too big, so I think uh, Jamal Kane averaging twenty and ten, maybe the best player in the Horizon. I think Oakland can get it done. Boom! There we go. Okay, folks, and that's Friday slate. Get the SGPN app if any of our picks change or if we add locks, you'll get all of that. But uh, yeah, that's our slate. So let's hop into Saturday. But before we hop into Saturday, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and now New York. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. All right, man. Saturday, Saturday morning. Holy shit. I mean, they just they just came at us heavy in the in the early morning time slot. <laughs> the nine to noon time slot. Uh you, you, I hope you have enough TVs because uh, this is the benefits of working uh here at Look, the at not God's everybody's eye. got God's eye, all right? Don't rub it in. Well, I don't know if you need to call the neighbors, ask to borrow their TVs, because you're gonna need to do something like God's eye. Let's just start here. Xavier is at Yukon. Xavier just beat Yukon in Cincinnati. By six on February 11th. Now they go up there to what is it, New Haven? We don't know stores. what the line is, stores, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, who are you taking here? Yukon Revenge? Yeah, I'm thinking Yukon. Uh, Xavier's lost three of the last four. Nate Johnson, their best shooter, is injured. Not sure if he's going to play or not. Uh, I think UConn, I mean, pretty similar teams. UConn might actually have a little bit more talent on that roster. Um, I like, I like the Huskies here. I, I granted, I think it's going to be a spread of like four or five points tops. So uh, don't go much more than that. And in, in these big East games, they're all pretty tight, but I think uh, if it's, if it's like UConn minus three or four, I'm going to go Huskies. This game's fantastic to start the day with. I imagine Gus Johnson will probably be on the call. This is a just a fantastic game, and like I said, check out this nine o'clock slate, Nick. This I, I, I don't even say nine. I'm gonna say this nine and ten a.m. slate, right? Uh, you got Xavier at UConn at the same time, Illinois at Michigan State. Um, just to give you guys an idea, first off, Xavier UConn. UConn is uh, two and a half games out of first place. Um, 
Xavier's four and a half games at it. So I mean, potential seeding at stake here. I don't think either of them are going to catch it. Maybe UConn could still could still catch a if Providence beats Nova, um, but I think it's more so you're jockeying for position um, in March and position within the Big East Conference tournament. But Illinois, Michigan State, this is one. This is a absolutely gigantic game in college basketball. Nine a.m. Illinois is a half game out of first place. Uh, meanwhile, Michigan State's two games out of first place. You, I think it's safe to say if Michigan State loses at home to the Illini, they're pretty much eliminated from the one seed or winning the the, the regular season cha- title. Yeah. If, if they win, they're very much alive. This should be a bundle of fun, an awesome game. I think. Oh man, I think I, I look. I want to take Michigan State because they're home, but I think Illinois is just a flat out better team. I'm going to ride with the Illini. It's a tough one, man. Uh, right now, if you look at uh, Lenardi's bracketology, the Fighting Illini is a three seed. Michigan State is a five seed. Which let me tell you right now, Michigan State could be upset if they're a five seed playing somebody tough. Right now, they have Davidson lined up. That's an interesting game. Michigan State is just not that good of an offensive team. And uh, I think we were mentioning last week they're, they're, they they com- they commit way too many turnovers. Uh, but both both teams are kind of struggling of late. Michigan State lost three of the last four. The Fighting Illini, two of their last three. The last two road trips, Illinois has been beat by ten points or, or more than ten points at Rutgers at Purdue. Mm. With all that said, I think you're right. I think Illinois is better, and it's going to be a small spread one way or the other. I I will go Illini. Uh, I mean, that's just a great game. By the way, Michigan up 10, 222 left. They're going to surpass Iowa. Uh, the, Michigan and Iowa are same record, seven and six in the Big Ten right now. Michigan, uh, oh, it's a cut down to eight. Also, also, North North Texas up two, 17 seconds left. That's our lock tonight. We were laying two. Mm, and uh, I believe I just got to crowbar this in. You faded. <laughs> You what what what's wrong with you? You don't you, Nick. You don't come to East Carolina, <laughs> all right? If you got a weak heart, all right. And the, and the word is out there, in North Carolina. You might have a weak heart, fading the <laughs> fading the Pirates in Tampa. Talk about the game you just mentioned, Michigan, where I was all over Michigan plus six, and you kind of convinced me not to lock it. So thank you very well, much. Yeah, yeah. Still could go to overtime. Uh, I went the free throw line cuts it to seven, two seventeen left. Uh, so look the morning slate, like I said, Xavier, Yukon, Illinois, Michigan state, Texas tech at Texas, the Chris beard rematch in Austin. Uh, this is, this is an amazing morning slate. I mean, the, it, I'm not done yet either. I, I got a couple other barn burners. I'm going to hit you with too, but Texas tech's a game and a half out of first place. Uh, meanwhile, the Longhorns are two and a half games out. If Texas loses this, you can kind of kiss their chances at a Big Twelve championship. Out, you know that that's going to be done. And uh, meanwhile, if Texas Tech wins this, and maybe you have some. By the way, uh, Iowa cuts the lead to five with one forty-four left. Um, uh, Nick, what are you what are you doing here? I, I lean. I actually think if there's if I'm getting points, we were, I was on a show. In Florida, where they were trying to project what they would have this line at, and they thought Texas by one and a half or two. By the yeah. way, it's down to a three-point game. 
as Iowa steals the ball and takes it coast to coast. All right, you know what well, you realize when people are listening to us is that game's yeah. gonna be over. Yeah. But still, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I think uh, you're doing too many of those uh, color cats when you're calling when you're calling a game live. Uh, no, it's gonna be a, a small spread one way or the other. But I feel pretty good with Texas here. Uh, it is that revenge game from that big blowout where that Red Raider crowd was just crazy. But on the road, Texas Tech is just two and five straight up on the year. Uh, I like Texas to get to exact their revenge in this game. It's gonna be close, both good defenses. But I- even if it's like Texas minus two, I'll still ride Longhorns. But uh, two and five on the road. But what two of those losses? Iowa State and Kansas came in overtime against average teams. Kansas? Uh, I thought you said Kansas State. Okay. No, <laughs> Kansas is not average. Good point. That was a tough road loss. And Iowa State's in the tournament right now. If the if the if the if we started the tournament right now, that's two Iowa tournament State, teams. Iowa State has lost. I mean, like, what are they? Uh, they, they just lost won. like they seven of the last TCU. eight or something. Big win at TCU the other night. Don't 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 come on this program talking shit about the Cyclones. All right. <laughs> no. So so let me ask you this: What game? Uh, oh, actually, hold on. Let me let me hit you with the, the the remaining morning games here. Alabama is at Kentucky. This is one I would assume Bama will be a big dog, but we've seen this. Uh, They've gone on the road and grabbed these marquee wins all year. They beat a big dog. I mean, what do you think? Like five or six points? I was thinking seven. I would, seven. Um, I would say a medium-sized dog. All right, <laughs> dude. Well, I'm just, all my point is is that Gonzaga has. Be, I mean, sorry, uh, Alabama's beaten Gonzaga. Uh, what Houston, Baylor? Now two of those were at home, but uh, they did go on the road and beat Gonzaga. Um, this uh, what, 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 Kentucky's coming off a loss to Tennessee. I think Kentucky gets it done. What are you doing? Yeah, I do like the bounce back spot for uh, Kentucky. Uh, you know, early in the year they won at Alabama by 11, which is kind of surprising. Uh, last year, Bama won by 20 in Lexington, but this is really totally two different teams. So I think you can throw that out the window. I do like Kentucky to bounce back here, but if you're saying that line is seven, that might be the threshold where if it goes over that, I'll take the points. Yeah, if it's Kentucky minus five, Kentucky minus six, I'll go Wildcats. Any more than that, I might jump on Alabama. Mm, mm. Well, at the same time that that game's going on, Notre Dame is at Wake Forest. Notre Dame currently tied for first place in the ACC. Wake Forest just two and a half games out and still complaining about that that uh, tip in uh, by by Duke. I, I I don't know how they they hop in my feed because I'm not following all these, all these wake forest <laughs> fans, but I, I definitely see the hatred. Um, every, every person like on ESPN I've, I've heard said it's the right call. I, I know mean, Matt Norlander called it out saying, ca- called it out saying he doesn't understand how they overturned it. Well, I think, I think it's the right call. So whatever cry um, me a river. Anyway, Notre Dame is at wake. This is a huge game for the Irish. Why do I feel Who like thought- who thought we would have said that in November that this matchup between Notre Dame and Wake Forest is like a crucial game with major ACC implications? Seriously, <laughs> that's why college basketball is the best. That's right, that is right. why. Uh, I got a feeling Notre Dame might might blow it in this one. I think Wake's going to beat them. Yeah, I like Wake at home here. Uh, if Wake is kind of pissed from that Duke loss and just the way Wake Forest came back, I think that probably gives them a lot of confidence in a pretty young team. So uh, Notre Dame much better at home, not so great on the road. Give me the Demon Deacons. 
Uh, so let me ask you that. You got the, all those games going on at the same time. What are you watching? Is it is it the Illinois Michigan State game? Is it the Texas Texas Tech? Is it the Xavier UConn? Is it the Bama Kentucky or is it Notre Dame Wake? Those are all fire games. That is an amazing morning. That's tough, man. Well, I think the games that start at one o'clock, you know, you catch them once the noon games are over. You catch the second halves of those games. So I think I'll probably have. uh, Well, I mean, my wife is a Sparty fan, so I'll probably have Fighting Illini Michigan State on. Well, and and, and at the same time, there's these key like mid-major games. UMBC Vermont. These are the top two teams in the AE going at it. Number two at number one. Now Vermont's been fire at home. They're eleven and zero. But hey, what a great job! Uh, you know, uh, UMBC's done considering they lost Odom and brought in uh, what is it, Jim Ferry? I believe his name is the Penn State uh, interim coach from a season ago. Um, I, I'm assuming this line will be heavy because because of uh, Vermont's success at home. But do you any chance you're taking UMBC plus nine, eight? I would probably be willing to lay up to ten with Vermont. Vermont's treated me pretty well this year. They're clearly the, be- the better team and at home. And uh, that is kind of a crazy, you know, loud arena. Cause those fans turn out for Vermont. I know a lot of the teams in, in this conference, you know, their, their home court and uh, atmosphere is not that great. It is in Vermont. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Um, at the same, that, that was a 9am tip. Uh, Boston college Syracuse is a 9 9am tip. If BC or if Syracuse wants any chance of making the NCAA tournament, they got to take care of business. Uh, I would say the, really the remainder of the season, Syracuse remaining schedule home to Boston college, home to Georgia tech at Notre Dame, home to Duke at Carolina and home to Miami. So they have opportunity where they could play themselves back into the NCAA tournament, but they better Don't get forget their shit though, together. Jesse Edwards, the big man who has really emerged this year out for the season. It's going to be tough, man. Um, so BC plus the points. Yeah, I think so. Uh, this is a great game going on as well on the SoCon 9 a.m. Second uh, Chattanooga, by the way, I, I last I saw they were losing. So you know what that means? <laughs> SoCon is up for grabs. Furman's in second place. They're hosting Wofford. They're in fifth place. There's only like a, a one and a half game difference here. This is a gigantic game in the SoCon. This is awesome. This is what I'm talking about. Fr- Saturday morning. This is still 9 a.m. Slate, Nick. This <laughs> is fantastic. Uh, Wofford at Furman, two great basketball programs on the mid-major levels for the past decade. I feel like. Um, I I think Furman's going to be like a five-point favorite if I had to guess. Do you do you do you ride with Wofford? You know, so, so Furman won by 25 in the first matchup. Uh, and that was, that was, you know, at the terrier stadium. Uh, I would say that I think Furman's a better team this year. I mean, Wofford just 16 and 11, eight and seven within the league. I think Furman wins this. Uh, I think if, if it's minus five, I'm comfortable laying five. If it's closer to 10 is where I would get squirrely and maybe switch over to Wofford. Gotcha. One other one on the SoCon at the same time, East Tennessee state Citadel. I know they're pushed further back, but like I said, the gap between one and, and it's not a gigantic gap. Uh, East Tennessee state takes down the Citadel. The Buccaneers r- get, get the dub. What are you doing there? I think so. But once again, I mean, th- in this conference, maybe more so than any other conference, it seems like a dog, you know, a five or, or seven point dog has, it's like a 50, 50 chance as to who's going to win the game, <laughs> you know? So it, I think East Tennessee is clearly the better team, but not by that much. 
So it all depends on the line, man. If it's if it's five and above, I'm going Citadel. So I'm saying this morning is fantastic. All right, it's at, I, I, I I was got a chance to tie this, huh? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, so uh, Mercer's at Western Carolina as well. Mercer just got a big win yesterday. They're currently in the mix to win the SoCon. Get the number one tie. This is this would make sense. Then they go at on the road at Western Carolina, who's tenth in the SoCon, and they lose. Right. This this is this is on par with the SoCon. Right. Um, what are you doing here? By the way, North Texas hits a free throw with two seconds left. They win by three and the cover. Boom. Let's just uh Do you come from an under, under? A women go and men uh Nick. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. There's just too much going on. I man. mean, I'm just saying this morning slate, Mercer at Western Carolina, Mercer's in a spot where they can win the SOCON. Based on SoCon this year, they're gonna probably lose at Western Carolina, right? <laughs> I think everything I just said for the other game yeah, apply apply to this game. Right. Well look Mercer's better, they should win. <laughs> and if they're laying like less than five or six, I'm good with Mercer. Anything more than that, I wouldn't, and I would not be surprised if they just lost flat out too. Yeah. Uh, same time slot though. We have uh t- t- ten thirty in the morning here. Boston at Colgate. These are the top two teams in the Patriot League, Nick. This is awesome. I'm telling you, there's, there's, I, God's eye might not even have enough TVs for all this, all this shit. This is a huge <laughs> game. I know you've been riding Colgate. They won eight in a row, but don't look now. BU's won four in a row, and BU beat Colgate on January 28th by four. Burned, burned me and you both. I think Colgate was uh, yeah laying, laying four or five in that game. I think, and and we were both on the Raiders. I guess it's revenge time. Yeah. I'll ride Colgate again. They treated me right a couple of days ago, covering at Army. I think they can do it again. Any chance uh, Dayton loses at St. Joe's, 10 a.m. Day- Dayton's in third place in the A10, and with with uh, VCU playing a pivotal game where they could lose on Friday, you could see a situation where the Flyers end up the second best team in the A10 at the end of the weekend if they can hey, win at possible. St. Joe's. Yeah. I mean, St. Joe's just took George Mason to overtime before losing at home. Yeah. If, if you're Dayton, don't overlook this game because yeah. St. Joe's is solid. I mean, Dayton clearly, clearly the better team shouldn't have any problems, but it's college basketball, man. Anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so 11 AM and this one, I think might be ripe for an upset special. Auburn's at Florida, Florida just lost to a and M, which they were, Florida was already on the outside. Lenardi's last eight. I mean, according to Joe Lenardi, obviously, uh, they lost to A and M. That was a bad loss. Now they need to find a big time win. Colin Castleton's healthy. They're eleven and three at home. Meanwhile, uh, Auburn's last three road tests, they lost at Arkansas. They won by two at Georgia. They won by one at Missouri. I'm going to call for the Gators in the points here, and I think sprinkle some on the money line, Nick. Dundee's been calling this since about Tuesday and um, I'm buying what you're putting down. Cause I think if Auburn, especially if they're favored by like eight or something, then uh, I mean, those those three games that you just reeled off. There you go. Auburn is not the same team on the road. They're struggling on the road against pretty much anybody. You go back earlier in the year. I think they only beat South Florida on the road by like four points or something. Um, they're just not the same team. Uh, you know, away from the jungle. So I like where your head's at and I'll ride with you. Go Gators. Let's do it. Um, now we have, this is a playoff game. Essentially right now, according to Joe Lenardi's thing, which was dropped on Tuesday, the last 
eight teams in both these teams are in there, Oklahoma and Iowa state. This is in Ames. This is a huge game. This is, I mean, an absolutely gigantic game for the, for the winner and the loser. Um, you know, and th- I want to talk about that because I don't know how Oklahoma is still on the bubble or or in the in the dance right now. I mean, look at their their record here. The last like eleven games are like two and nine, straight up. I think they're clinging yeah. to a, an amazing strength of schedule and the fact they have wins over Florida, wins over Arkansas, wins over Kansas State, Iowa State, Texas, and Texas Tech. We have West Virginia as well, and. Uh, that's saving them right now in an amazing strength. I think they have a pretty damn good strength, strength of schedule. They also beat East Carolina, but that was kind of bullshit. Um, yeah. But I mean, they got to start winning some games here. Like right now, if you ask me a, a team that goes like two and nine in their la- last 11, like major conference games, I don't really want to see them in, in the tournament because we know what they're going to do against these teams. I'd rather see like a Belmont or, or somebody from the mountain West or something. So yeah, yeah. right now, just like, you know, this year, okay, look this year, They've won four games, four and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're four and 10 in 2022. Come on. <laughs> uh, who are you taking? You're going to go with the, the cyclones. You just talk a lot of shit about them. So I, I, I think you're taking the Sooners. I'm talking shit about Oklahoma too. I mean, that that's the, you know, the <laughs> I'm talking shit about both these teams. Cause Iowa state's in the same boat. Okay. You, you want to know their record in 2022? It's pretty much damn similar. They're also four wi- four wins and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're four and nine in two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. He, felt like, he felt like shit afterwards. <laughs> uh, these, these aren't good records here. No, Neither but- of these teams should be in the tournament right now, if you ask me. I know they have some nice wins, and I know Iowa State started off the season like twelve and zero or something. But look at what they've done lately. They're four, what, what, four and nine. Is that yeah. what I said? Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right, but at the same time, that's a, you can't tell me that's not a huge game for for each fan base. It is a big game, and I, I would lean the home team, so I'll take the Cyclones. Well, at the same time, this is once again another huge spot. Kansas State is at Oklahoma State. Now, Oklahoma State can't make the tournament, or they'd probably be one of these teams you'd be talking about that's in that shouldn't be in. K State though seems to be playing their way into the NCAA tournament. Uh, by the way, your Wolverines just locked up that win. Um, uh, K State though. This is a dangerous game because Oklahoma State's playing with house money. They can't go to the tournament. It's a home game for them, an opportunity to beat a team that's somewhat of a rival. And uh, I'm curious. I know uh, Kansas State is is one two in a row, and they looked to be playing a lot better. And even if you analyze their losses, they didn't have their head coach, they didn't have assistant coaches, they didn't have half their roster. What are you What are you doing here? And, and this is a big time game. I think I'm on Oklahoma State. I mean, just look at their last couple home games. Uh, beat West Virginia by what, 23? Beat Oklahoma by nine. Took Iowa State to overtime. Beat TCU by one. I think uh, Oklahoma State at home. It's tough to get W's in Stillwater. Give me the Cowboys. Mm, mm, mm. Awesome game. Speaking of uh, meaningful games, Iowa just lost. We just saw it. They're at Ohio State on Saturday. That is a big time game. I'm not buying into Iowa. Give me Ohio State. It depends what that line is, though. If it's like eight, I think you might have to go Hawkeyes, but I think Ohio State's going to win. You basically just quoted me from last night when I said I don't buy Iowa. Iowa had three big wins, 
double digit blowouts against Minnesota, Maryland, and Nebraska. I said, that's why them minus six against Maryland against uh, Michigan was the inflated line. I wasn't buying Iowa before tonight. I'm certainly not buying them now. So especially on the road here. Yeah. I'll give me the Buckeyes. There we go. UNC Greensboro is at Samford, Nick, and uh, it's SoCon basketball. And either of these teams are very much alive. Let me just make sure. Yeah, uh, let me just make sure that uh, Greensboro won this game. They did. They won. They beat Chattanooga by three at wow, Chattanooga. Nice this the SoCon is is draw straws, man. It's just take a dart, throw it on the fucking wall. Um, that's a big time game. You, Greensboro at Samford. Who you taking? <laughs> I, I I think it all. It, I mean, it makes sense to take. To uh, take Samford now, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think so. And, I mean, look, their last two home games—they beat Wofford, and they, and they also beat Chattanooga at home. Uh, yeah, give me the Bulldogs from uh, Samford. <laughs> this is wild. It's wild. Clemson at Louisville. Do we even need to talk about that game? <laughs> Not really, man. No. I, yeah, let's move, move along. Huge game going on uh, in the A10. Davidson's in first place. Well, St. Louis is tied for third. This is in Charlotte or wherever the fuck Davidson is. Uh, right outside Charlotte. Yeah, St. Louis at Davidson. Awesome game. Noon thirty. Once again, holy shit. Saturday. No one talked to me. I'm gonna be watching these games. Uh, Billikens, Wildcats. I'm on. I'm on Bob McKillop's bunch. But man, St. Louis has been impressive. I've been impressed by Travis Ford's bunch. Yeah, I mean, so. Uh, especially against like inferior opponents, like they will go out and just like straight up blow somebody out. They'll blow out Duquesne. They'll blow out GW. They'll blow out LaSalle. But like, I mean, they just played the Bonnies two games in a row, lost both those, but considering, um, considering uh, they had, they've been injured, you know, their best player, Javante Perkins out for the year uh, before the season started. And uh, right. J- Jimerson missed some time too. Um, I've been impressed. I thought, I think he's, he's got them up higher than they really are. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're, they're performing better than they're supposed to be. They've been playing well of late. I, I totally agree. But if this is, so Davidson's tricky. If Davidson lay is laying like four or five points, I think I'm on the wildcats. Anything more than that. I will go Billikens. I expect it to be somewhere right around what you just said. Um, South Carolina is 15 and 10, Nick. LSU is at South Carolina. South Carolina is a they get a win here in Columbia. They might have life because they host Mississippi State after that. Then they're at Alabama, but Alabama can lose to anybody. And then they're home to Missouri, and then they're at Auburn. So I'm assuming they lose at Auburn for sure. But if they can win this, you can make a case that this is going to be a 20 win team in the SEC this year. That's that's kind of crazy because no because I mean the Gamecocks aren't really on anybody's radar right now, and I mean what they've done is that they've beaten the bottom of the league. Like their last, they're on a, a two game win streak beating Georgia and Ole Miss. Yeah. Before that, they have wins over Georgia, Vandy, and A and M. Another win over Vandy, but they don't have any good wins. None. Their, their best I win mean, is what UAB, Western Florida Kentucky, State. Wofford. Yeah, I mean. Right now, they probably don't have a win over anybody that's going to make the NCAA tournament, unless UAB or Western Kentucky does, which they certainly have a chance. Especially I got UAB could too, I guess. But um, yeah, they could. Yeah. But so, I mean, right now you got to have some quality wins. So they have two home games coming up: LSU, Mississippi State. Yeah, hey man, this is a a huge opportunity because right now 
they're not even on close to, you know, bubble consideration. Beat beat LSU and you know, maybe we'll talk. There we go. Uh who are you gonna take in this one? With all that said, I mean I, I, I think <laughs> LSU is a better team, you know. <laughs> but what if it's like LSU minus ten? Oh, then I'm on Carolina. I think so. Yeah. You know, and I'm not I'm not saying that's where the, the line is gonna be, but LSU is definitely gonna be favored by at least like seven or eight, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wyoming walked into the pit and took an L at New Mexico and they, they lost their first place seating in the mountain West. They dropped a second. Now they're hosting air force. Do they get back on track? I think so. Right. Yeah. Air force is just very limited this year. I agree. Uh, let's move down the ranks here. Another we, I mean, we have VMI at Chattanooga. Is there any chance Chattanooga loses that game too? VMI is in third place in the SoCon Chattanooga's was in first before tonight. <laughs> I think they're still in first by a half a game. This is uh, th- I'm telling you Saturday. No one talked to me. I'm going to be watching all these games. <laughs> all right. Uh, Hopefully the wife is working, huh? Yes. Because look, then <laughs> by the way, eight, 8 AM Saturday morning, uh, I'll be live talking best bets. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So 8 AM at, at on the sports gambling podcast network on uh, Twitter. That's at DSGP. This is a huge game. It's an absolutely huge game. VMI playing way better than anyone projected this year. You wouldn't think Chattanooga loses two games in a row, though, especially at home. So give me the mocks. I agree. Man, all I can't believe the slate. Next up, two of the hottest teams in the country are doing battle. Tennessee is at Arkansas, Nick. This is awesome. Arkansas is nine and one in their last ten. They're fourteen and one at home. Tennessee's eight and two in their last ten. Won five in a row. What are you doing here? I think I'm gonna go home team. I think I'm gonna go Razorbacks. You know, uh, they had that tough loss, one point loss at Alabama, but the game before that, they beat Auburn at home. Uh, they have some nice home wins this season, and uh, Tennessee's not quite the same team, you know, away from Knoxville. So uh, give me Arkansas here. Should be, you know, a small spread, potential lockworthy too. I think we're agreeing too much, huh? We're agreeing too much. I think because I, I, I'm pretty sold on Arkansas right now. At yeah. the same time, Nick, these are all happening at the same time. We're still at like the the second slate. I mean, it's one p.m. on the west, four p.m. on the east. North Carolina is at Virginia Tech. North Carolina brutal loss to Pitt, and you got to think they're on the outside now with that loss to Pitt at home in Chapel Hill. Now they're on the road at Blacksburg. Blacksburg was rocking on Monday against uh, UVA. I'm sure it will be rocking again. I think Virginia Tech's going to beat them. I have to lean that way. I mean, how can you trust UNC right now? They still don't have any wins over good opponents. And, you know, Virginia Tech has had their struggles this year, but they have, you know, they're now they're on a little bit of a win streak, one six in a row here. And yeah, this stadium loves to get up for Duke, UVA, and UNC. So you know the place will be rocking. And I don't know if if UNC has the the toughness right now to go into a hostile environment. And pull out a tough win here. So I, I hate to do it, but I think we're agreeing again. I'm on the Hokies. Okay, this is one where I'm very curious where you're going. But th- how great is this fucking Saturday so far? I mean, no, it's unbelievable, man. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, North Texas is at UAB in the Conference USA. This is the top, I, in my opinion. These are the best two teams in the Conference USA. And in this is happening in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, you know, North Texas, they were six and zero on the road. They won again tonight on the road. They're seven and zero on the road They're They've won 11 straight games, Nick 11. 
Meanwhile, UAB is 14 and 0 at home. Something's got to give here. <laughs> Something's got to give. This is a fantastic game. I wish this was a weekday. Get put this game on Friday. This is a yes. fantastic game. It will get lost. Like you know how we talk about some like college football, you know, mid majorish games, like they get lost on a Saturday. This will get lost in the mix here. And it is unfortunate because it is a great game. But uh, I think, you know, look, North Texas is really good this year, but they're not like dominant. So it's probably about time. They drop one, probably about time. They lose a road game. Give me the blazers. Wonder what that line's going to be. Wonder what that line's going to be. I think I lean blazers minus, too. minus four UAB one at North Texas too. So nor maybe yeah. North Texas deals them some revenge. Yeah. Uh, at that same time, another great conference USA games happening by currently this team is in first place in the conference USA middle Tennessee. They're at Florida Atlantic. Who just lost their first place seating uh, tonight. Uh, gigantic game in Boca Raton. Once again, the low key, great game that no one's going to know about. That is absolutely fantastic in college basketball right now. Blue Raiders in Boca Raton. I'm going to call for Florida Atlantic to get revenge. The loss tonight hurt. They played North Texas well. I think they beat the Blue Raiders in Boca Raton. <laughs> Man, I, I, yeah, I agree. Look, they are really good at home. Yeah, they just lost by three to, to North Texas at home. That game could have went either way to maybe the best team in the conference. So, Middle Tennessee State's playing better than we expected, also. But I don't see. FAU losing two home games in a row because they are that good at home. So give me the owls. Uh big sky matchup. I'm telling you, man, there's too many great games. Montana State is at Southern Utah. Montana State plays later tonight, but they are in first place right now in the big sky, playing a big game tonight against Eastern Washington. But this is Saturday at Southern Utah. Guess so what? Southern Utah's third place in the big sky and not far back from Montana State. Gigantic game going on in the big sky country. I think Montana, well, I guess it depends what happens tonight. But uh, I think Montana State's the better team. But I, that is a sneaky road trip, though. Uh, you know, you know, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Utah basketball in general. But Southern Utah, even though they have a decent record here, I you know, I know at least of a couple of weeks ago they had a, a very bad ATS record. Um, They're ten and two at high, home. not as high on Southern Utah. But obviously, we gotta see what happens tonight before we pick this game. So let's let's hold off on that because one. Montana State's won eleven in a row, and if they add another one to it. Man, that place might be lit. If Montana yeah. State's won twelve in a row coming to Southern Utah, mm-hmm. Towson's in first place now in the CAA. Nick, they beat uh, UNCW. I'm sorry, yeah, UNC Wilmington. Um, they're on the road at Charleston on Saturday. Charleston's in fifth place. Any chance they drop that? Uh, meanwhile, Charleston uh, they lost to JMU today. Oh, Charleston, guess who took not JMU? Quite not quite what I was what I was expecting. I think I'm on Towson. Towson's a hotter team, and I, I just have more confidence in them. I, I might take Charleston in the points there. We got to see what that is. Northwestern Minnesota. Let's not talk about it. I had to call the Minnesota game today. That offense was just absolutely horrible. Um, well, they are at home now. They're better. They're that's much, true. Much better in the barn. Home. In the barn. There's a big game going on in Irvine, California. Nick, Hawaii at UC Irvine. These are two of the top three teams in the Big West. I know. I mean, go rainbow. I, I feel like Irvine's going to beat them away from the Island. Hawaii's not as good. Yeah. And, and Irvine is that they're not quite as good as they've been the last, like, you know, two or three years, still a quality program. I think at home I would ride, uh, they're the ant eaters, right? Yep. <laughs> what a great ant name. eaters. What a great name. 
Uh, I wish see the, the, you, if the USFL is going to do an expansion, like the Washington football team should have just went with like something crazy like that. <laughs> Instead of the commanders, well, should have done something better than the commanders. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't give a shit if you're the kangaroos. <laughs> all right. Uh, Sunbelt action. We saw app state lose tonight. Now app state, uh, you know, drops a game South Alabama plays tonight, but they are just one game back from, uh, from app state. Uh, this is a big game of the Sun Belt. Are you going with your boys to get back on track? Uh, I was kind of talking shit about South Alabama last night. They beat Coastal Carolina by three on the road. I don't see them knocking off both of my adopted Sun Belt teams on the road. You know, in the matter of of two days. So give me App State to bounce back from their loss tonight. Mm. Big South, North Carolina A and T's at Campbell. These are the second and third ranked teams in the Big South. Longwood is in the first uh, in the first spot and. Uh, High point is fourth. Longwood plays at, at high point today. Uh, A and T Campbell. You're going with your boys down there. Or are you going Terrell Furman's bunch? Both these teams screwed me this week. I think, I mean, especially Agreed. Campbell because I locked. we, I think we both locked him up a couple of days ago. Uh, I still think Campbell's a better team, but this is going to be close. So I wouldn't lay more than like five points with the Campbells, but I think Campbell is slightly better. Campbell also not quite as good this year as they've been in the last few. Yeah, agreed. Uh, scrolling down the the list here, Ball State Building Green, decent game in the MAC. We got uh, McNeese New Orleans, nice game in the Southland. Georgetown Nova, any chance Pat Ewing uh, pulls the upset? No, sir. Move <laughs> along. UVA at Miami. Now we're talking. It's a good game. Now we're talking. Tony Bennett wants to get his boys back in the mix. Pull off this win. Well, UVA beat him by thirteen on February fifth. Can they go down to South Florida and get the win, Nick? Is UVA in the bubble watch? They're on the. They were right before they lost to Virginia Tech. They were. They were the. They were. It's okay. So so there's they're, yeah they're still listed in the bubble watch. But hey man, they need some. They need to start getting some W's. If you look at bracketology, you know Lenardi still has going back to that UNC Virginia Tech game. They he has he has UNC with the last four buys and he has Virginia Tech next four out. That's a huge game. But this game is is huge also because Miami's not that far entrenched into the field. Yeah, yeah. And UVA definitely needs wins. So this is a, a huge matchup. Uh I mean, we just saw UVA on the road lose to Virginia Tech. I'm gonna take UVA in the upset special. I, I, I that's that's kind of what I'm thinking too. I mean, these teams just played on the fifth and UVA won by 13 in Charlottesville. I think um I think that I think they know how to limit that perimeter attack from the Hurricanes. Give me UVA. Yeah, uh, we got Penn Brown Ivy League game. Uh, I mean, obviously we need to know Friday because Ivy League does this Friday Saturday scheduling thing. That's one to monitor. Kennesaw State Jacksonville is a decent game. Jacksonville still in contention to uh, get the one seed in the A Sun. Kennesaw State I think is the three or four seed at the moment. Um, Utah State's at Boise State. Boise State's currently in first place in the uh, Mountain West. This is a dangerous game though for them because I feel like Utah State gives them fits. Uh, earlier in the year, Boise State won by three, and if I remember correctly from last year, I think Utah State hit a buzzer beater to beat them in Boise. This sign me up for this one. Um, what are you doing here? Utah State. I, I I swear I cannot get a read on those guys. Well, they were injured. Um, yeah, they they started- were injured for a bit. They were really good in December yeah. and November. Yeah. Then January they lost four games in a row. They rebound and they win five games straight. 
and now they've lost three games in a row. <laughs> it's yeah, it's tough to tell. I mean, at Boise, you know, you got to go Broncos, but Boise, they're they have a great defense, kind of limited offensively. They don't win by a whole lot of points. So if it's anything more than like four, I think I might go Utah State. Well, and Utah State's in a more desperate spot in their season. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take Utah State as well. Yeah. Uh, another gigantic game. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm not even that far in this. Drake is at Loyola, Chicago. Both these teams are not far. Loyola's in first place, but barely. And Drake is in fourth, but that they're they're right there. It's not it's they could still very easily, very easily win the Missouri Valley uh, regular season title. Loyola Chicago's been money at home over the past couple of years. I'm going to take them to get it done against Drake. What are you doing here? Huh? I I lost you there, buddy. I I cut out for about five seconds. Our our connection is not the best. Well, please you, please repeat. Metro PCS Drake is at Loyola Chicago. <laughs> Both these teams have a chance to uh, to win the Missouri Valley. Gigantic game going on. Uh, what are you doing here? You going Loyola? I, I think so. I yeah. think, yeah, I think at home, I think I mean, these are probably two very equal teams. Uh, have they played yet this season? Yes. Drake won by nine at Drake. Yeah. Here's the bounce back spot. Loyal Chicago at home. They get revenge uh, and it's going to be, you know, a pretty small line. So I think the Ramblers can cover Texas a and M's at Vanderbilt. We won't talk about that one. Moving along uh, Florida state at Duke. Any chance any chance the Seminoles knock off Duke? Talk about revenge. You know, Florida State won by a point against Duke, what, in early January or so. But since then, I mean, the Florida State train has has come off the tracks. And look, Duke's lost four games this year by a combined 10 points. I like the revenge against the Seminoles at home. I think Duke wins. Now, the if it's a crazy line though, like some of these Duke games are like Duke minus 12 or 13. Then you might be able to talk me into the Seminoles, but for now, I'll say I'll I'll, I'll back my Blue Devils. I agree. Uh, man, we're agreeing too much today. Uh, Utah at Cal. Uh, we don't got to talk about that one. Old Dominion at Western Kentucky could get interesting, but we'll see if they win tonight. Princeton at Yale screams great game in the Ivy League going on. Once again, we'll see who wins the matchups on Friday. Um, let's hop. To, even Cornell at Harvard ha- is a decent game there too. Um, uh, where are we at here? Georgia Tech at Pitt. Talk about that one. No, let's skip down past that one. Um, although <laughs> that's I do, a shitty game. I do think seating is at stake a little bit there. JMU at UNC Wilmington. Can UNC Wilmington get back on track, Nick? I would like to. I would like to uh, think so. I think uh, they are still a quality team, and you know, usually when a good team gets their ass beat, they bounce back the next game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I look to take UNC Wilmington again, probably. Uh, Rice is at Florida International, decent matchup in the CUSA, a big one in the Big Sky. Northern Colorado's at Weber State. Both these teams right among the top, big time game there. Weber State plays a lot better at home, though. I think we ride with Weber State, right? Uh, green again, man. The the words were taken out of my mouth here, so yeah, Weber State. Colorado State's at UNLV. UNLV is playing better lately. Is Kruger turning a corner with with the running Rebs? They yeah. knocked off Fresno State the other night. Uh, Kruger Jr., right? Yeah. Krug Jr. Uh Freddie Kruger Jr. Uh <laughs> any chance uh any chance the runner Rebs pull off the upset against the Rams? I don't think so. Give me Colorado State. 
I think it could be. I might take UNLV. Oh, it depends what happens at the pit tonight. But speaking of the pit, speaking of New Mexico, New Mexico State's at Grand Canyon. This is a huge game because currently New Mexico State's in first place in the WAC. Well, guess what? Grand Canyon's in fifth, and they're not that far back. Huge game going on. This place will get. Do you want to talk about a great game to go to off the radar? New Mexico yeah. State at Grand Canyon. This sounds awesome. Grand Canyon much better at home, and I think uh, I think they show up in Phoenix. Twelve and uh, one. GCU Twelve Arena. and one yeah. at home. There you go. Make it thirteen and one. And just on January 31st, New Mexico State beat them by 10 in Las Cruces. Revenge could be happening. Nick Kansas is at West Virginia. This is Huggy Bear's worst team in a long time. But if they want any chance of making the NCAA tournament, because right now they are on the outside, but if you do, they are sitting at three and nine in the conference, in the Big 12. They're, unless they win the Big 12 tournament, no, there's no chance no, in hell. No, no, no. Here's dancing. how they could. Here's how they could. Their strength of schedule. If they beat Kansas, a top 10 team in Morgantown Saturday, the next games after that are TCU and Iowa State. Those are winnable. Then they host Texas. Then they're at Oklahoma and they host TCU. They could win out. They could win out. This is a team that's one and nine in their last 10. Now, hypothetically, could they win out? Okay. They're not going to win out. This is not their year. It's a team uh, that beat UAB. They beat Kent State. They beat UConn. They, you know, like this team. They also lost by twenty six at <laughs> Kansas. Uh, no, I, I'm on Jayhawks, man. I don't care if it's minus ten or minus twelve. Here's what West Virginia has done. Uh, you know, they'll have they'll be they'll be you know getting like ten points or twelve points, and like at halftime they're down two. This has happened to me three or four times this year. I'm like I'm in good shape here. West Virginia. I was smart to take the points. And you know, it's just like throughout the second half, it's like, they're down four, then they're down six, then they're down 12 or something. And they blow it. They don't cover. I'm off the Mountaineers. I don't care if they're playing at home or on the road. I'm, I'm, I'm off them. Give me the Jayhawks. Boom. You all American son of a bitch. Uh, Oregon state's at Arizona state. I that's, I that's, I guess a throwaway game. DePaul at Seton Hall. I mentioned that because Seton Hall can't afford a bad loss like that. Seton Hall is not that far in the mix here. That is an Javon, interesting. Uh, Freeman Liberty is back healthy too. Uh, DePaul's, you know, they're not going to be dancing either, but they are talented enough to kind of surprise some teams if the favorite is is overlooking them. So yeah, be careful, Pirates. Yeah, Santa Clara at Gonzaga. Any chance Herb Sendex bunch keeps that close? No, no. I, I, I'll keep on saying when it's at Gonzaga, nobody has a chance in the West Coast Conference. On the road is when you know maybe, but this Gonzaga team just looks pretty damn good this year. I don't think anybody in the uh, WCC is going to beat them. BYU at St. Mary's. This is a this is a big game. BYU, the epitome of a bubble team. And if St. Mary's loses to San Francisco tonight, they might be in that same mix like they are every year. It seems like. What are you yeah. doing here? Kind of hard to say because we do have the big uh, San Francisco St. Mary's game that tips off in about an hour, you know, Thursday night here. So let's wait to see what happens there. But you know, on the surface at this point, I have to go St. Mary's at home. San Diego state is at Fresno state. Any chance the bulldogs pull off the upset, the Aztecs playing their way into the NCAA tournament right now. Dangerous game. For yeah, the you know, I was kind of back in the 
I was back in the Bulldogs I think before Vegas kind of came around to them, and uh, they had a, a, a very good January. But since then, not so much. Uh, Fresno's lost three in a row. I think San Diego State can go north and take care of Fresno. Uh, we got a big one going on in Palo Alto, Colorado, Stanford. This is look, you think, okay, I get it. Both teams probably aren't going to make the NCAA tournament, but both teams are still alive to make the NCAA tournament. Um, True. This is a big game. I think the loser is probably going to be eliminated unless they win the Pac 12 championship or the conference championship. But uh, I think the winner will have a puncher's chance at getting back into the mix. Um, What are you doing here? Yeah. Once again, you have teams that are still playing tonight. Yeah. Kind of hard to say, but I do like Stanford at home. Colorado is better in Boulder. My lean would be towards Stanford and they're probably only going to be, uh, you know, favored by a couple or so. So give me the Cardinal. You bastard. Um, Oregon is at Arizona. Any chance the ducks are currently down six to Arizona state within the first half still, but um, I think I was on ASU. If I recall our pod from last night, you guys were all over the ducks. I was like, man, Arizona state plays better at they, home. They and do it, play good in that, that stadium. Yeah, and it, it is crazy. tricky for those teams, you know, from further North to come down and they always play one Arizona school Thursday night and the other on Saturday. That's a, that's a tough road trip, you know? So uh, I might think Arizona here. I think so too. Well, it depends if, if Oregon wins this or loses this um, we'll see. Uh, last game of the night, Long Beach State's in first place in the Big West. They're at UC Santa Barbara, who won the Big West last year. Santa Barbara hasn't been as good this year, but still dangerous spot on the road in Santa Barbara. Nick, what are you doing? Long Beach State, man. I just they're just the better team and they're hot. They're winners of uh like ten in a row or something. Let me count them. One, the two, dirt three, bags, four, baby. five, six, seven, eight, ten in a row. Uh, and they beat Santa Barbara by seven in January. Uh, so I think they can, they can, you know, we yeah, go on the road and uh, get this W too. so much drama in the LBC. Uh, here we are. Uh, all right, let's get to Sunday. But before we get to Sunday, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience weekend previews brought to you by manscape, the leaders in below the belt grooming, use the promo code SGP at manscape.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Duels. Stable Duels, a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app because you're brought to you by it. This show is brought to you by it. Uh, it's your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. And, and like I said, our NC Nick's writing articles all the time. Uh, Terrell Furman Jr. Uh, we just have a slew of great guys over there doing great content. And shout out to Noah Beanick. Um, just, uh, just uh, really proud to be a part of this team. And uh, yeah, so get this app. All of our picks are there. We got the USFL gambling podcast out that's uh, got the draft coming on Tuesday. Check all that stuff out uh, and get that app today for free. So let it ride. All right, uh, Sunday, Nick. Um, Houston is at Wichita state. The only reason why I mentioned this is Houston's depleted and it is a, 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 that's a, that's a stadium that everyone shows up to that. That's a stadium where you can lose. I don't care how bad Wichita state is. I, I feel like I got to touch on that. It doesn't seem to matter. It doesn't seem to matter that Houston's depleted though. There, I mean, talk about just like overcoming injuries and overcoming anything thrown at them. Got to give Kelvin Sampson a lot of credit, but 
the shockers at home. Yeah. I mean, they can knock off pretty much anybody there. Yeah. Providence at Butler. Any chance Hinkle Fieldhouse gets the best of Ed Cooley? Very possible. That Butler's would be brutal. Better and at home, I could, dude, I could see that happen. That would be a I, brutal loss for the Friars. I tell you this right now: if Providence is like favored by like eight or ten, I'm going Butler. I'm gonna lock it up. Yeah, I like it. Michigan, nice win tonight. They're at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's kind of been fading down the stretch, but they got a nice win in uh, Bloomington the other day. What are you doing there with Michigan and Wisconsin? Michigan is getting better. Wisconsin it's a great game back down it's a to great earth. Game. Yeah. It is. It is. But I'm going to go Badgers here. I think they have a style of play that can give a young team fits and Michigan with the, you know, the big road win tonight. I don't see them beating Iowa and Wisconsin and back to back games on the road. Give me the Badgers. I wonder what that line's going to be. I don't it's know. It's not going to be much, right? Wisconsin minus four. Yeah, I, I might take Michigan to the points there. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might. Uh, Missouri State still alive to win the Missouri Valley cha- regular season championship. They're playing. At- I feel like they're flying under the radar big time. They are. They're twenty and eight. They're they're but they're playing at Northern Iowa, and Northern Iowa has been red hot of late, this, with exception of that loss at Loyola. <laughs> that I bet I locked him up getting seven at Loyola and what they lose by like 30. Yeah. They got their ass kicked in that one, but this is a low key, great game. Missouri Valley. I love the MVC. You know that uh, Missouri state at Northern Iowa, Nick, what I'm going to take Northern Iowa to get it done. You know, and and Northern Iowa, you would think they would follow up that that big blowout with a nice outing and they just barely got a W over Illinois state. Who's not very good. I don't know, man. I I think, uh, you know, you you said they were one of the hottest teams in the country. Well, not this past week. (laughs) I think I might ride Missouri state, especially if they're a dog. Mm, mm. Go with your bears. Uh, What I really want to know is you, are you going to fade East Carolina when they go on the road to Orlando to that little silly ass bounce house, you know, jumping around Uh, because the, you know, you don't want to fade. ECU at UCF, Nick, what are you doing? You have to go home team here. Uh, I will say that this game went into overtime in Greenville back on January the 18th. Don't remind me. You never want to lay a whole lot of (laughs) ECU blew a 21 Uh, point lead. That was the game. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Um, But you know, it all depends on the line here. I think UCF wins, but they probably don't win by a ton. And you never want to lay big points with with UCF. What's your guess on the line? Five and a half. <sighs> Give me UCF. I'm going with my Pirates. You can go to hell in a handbasket, Nick. <laughs> uh, Temple at Cincinnati. Don't look now, but Temple. How about that comeback win against SMU with the with a, with a really depleted roster? What are you doing there, Nick? Well, like I mentioned to you. Before that game tipped, uh, I found out maybe like now twenty minutes before tip time that SMU's best player Kendrick Davis was missing the game too. So I want to see his health before picking this game here. Uh, I still like SMU at home. I don't know. Memphis is too hot, man. Especially if if Davis is not at full health. Give me Memphis. Mm. Memphis. You mean uh, you mean uh, SMU? Um, 
St. Peter's is at Siena. You still there? I'm here. Yeah, I was confused because Memphis is playing at SMU, and I was saying Memphis is the hot team. No, but I was talking about Temple and Cincinnati. Uh, St. Pete, I said Temple lost. To, uh, Temple beat well, SMU. This guy having a few cocktails over there. Well, I, dude, I'm uh, I'm looking at this scorecard. I got money on on Denver minus one <laughs> at at Omaha, and. Uh, Currently they're up six with a minute and a half left. I hit this and I'm starting the night off four and oh. So I Whoa. was a little sidetracked. <laughs> Dude, there's too much going on, man. Okay. Uh so actually I like Cincinnati in that game and I like Memphis in the <laughs> Memphis SMU game. All right? Yeah, Memphis is gonna beat <laughs> SMU. I think that's gonna happen. That's a great game on Sunday to watch. Keep an yes. eye on that. We got yes. a big one. Uh, look now who now who What's that? Who are you taking in Cincinnati Temple? I'm taking Cincinnati. I think As I, I need to check it on yeah, the health different. of Temple's roster before I, I bet on yeah. that. Gotcha. Uh, Fairfield is at Iona. I don't, I'm not going to talk on that, but that is Sunday. Iona's in first place in the MAAC, but in second place is, is Siena, and in third place is St. Peter's. St. Peter's is at Siena Sunday, Nick. That is a big time game. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I lean St. Peter's. Well, it's getting tough to pick games where these teams also play on Friday. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, so uh, I think St. Peter's are probably a little bit better than Siena, but Siena is at home, so I think I might go Saints. Yeah, another good one. Northern Kentucky at Oakland, but they play Friday as well, so I won't even ask you. How about this one? Marquette at Creighton, noon on the West, three p.m. on the East. Good game. Important game. Creighton is uh if you look at bracketology, I think they're on the outside looking in, if I'm not mistaken. Uh no, last four in. Lombardi <laughs> says it, it must be so. But uh it can be a that's a big game. You know, lose it here, lose it here. They might be on the wrong side. Win, they can get a little bit, you know, more comfort, you know. Uh Creighton's a tough place to play. You could talk me in to the Blue Jays and a a home court victory. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Rutgers is at Purdue. Ron Harper is day to day. He's going to be questionable for this game. Does, is there any way Rutgers completes the season sweep and beats Purdue at Purdue at, at right now? Rutgers, you, you bet them when they're at home, fade them on the road. And especially if Ron Harper is questionable, I think uh, Purdue finally you know, got back on track, beating and covering it's a huge game by the way, last night. Purdue's Purdue's in first place. Rutgers is a game back. If Rutgers wins, they'll be in first place. Yeah, yeah. But uh, give me the Boilermakers. Washington State is at USC, Nick. Any chance the Cougars knock off USC? Yes, I think so. Give me Wazoo in the points in this one. Uh, Yeah, once again, I want to see what Wazoo does against UCLA tonight. Um, And I also want to see what USC does. You know, bouncing back from that big win over UCLA. But if this is like a similar line uh, where it's like USC minus 10, then I'll take Wazoo in the points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be somewhere around there. Uh, last game of the night Mississippi State at Missouri. Sunday, Mississippi State's still on that bubble, Nick. Uh, well, if you recall, these, these same teams are playing Friday night because we previewed the Friday night game. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So let's see what happens Friday before, you know, talking about this game. That's why you download the app. So you can see our picks, our Sunday picks. Yes. The SGP every day's picks. Yes. Free to download. We've picked every game for the past five years. How about that? College football, college basketball. Meanwhile, Omaha, 
Omaha has scored six in a row to tie it up. Shit. <laughs> Nobody circles the wagons like the Omaha Mavericks. Uh, subscribe. Like, like, like Nick said, get the SGPN up. We've picked every game for the past five years. We've never had a losing season. We give away our locks for free every day. The app is for free. You got no excuses. Subscribe to the, the college basketball experience. Tell a friend about it. Subscribe to the college football experience. Just cause it's the off season. Doesn't mean we're not talking Brian Harson <laughs> and Auburn and Jaden Daniels transferring out of Arizona state. So get over there. Check that out. Also remember we have a college baseball episode out. Go check that out. And remember uh, the USFL gambling podcast. Things are really heating up. They got a draft coming on Tuesday. The season is two months away. Football is here to stay. You know, we got you covered on the, the, uh, the USFL gambling podcast via the sports gambling podcast network. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K one more thing there too. Also Omaha, they got a guy named Frankie Fiddler. <laughs> That's <laughs> he, a guy. He dropped 19 and eight, just hit a big three point big three pointer to tie up Denver old Frankie fiddler. That sounds like a singer in the forties. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that, it's like, you're going to go see Freddie Fingler, whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. Fiddler, whatever the fuck uh, Freddie got fingered. Freddie got fiddled. I don't know. Um, subscribe. Uh, the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Tell a friend. And uh, yeah, this is the weekend preview show on the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from an under, under. Women go.